Yeah, that fit is. I don't know, bro. That fit ain't. It ain't. I don't know what it's not giving, but it ain't, <laughs> it's not giving a lot Ooh, of things. It's been a, it's been a year with the podcast. I don't know if it's giving this point. experienced podcast host. I'm just saying, bro. After a year, at this point, I can just get comfortable, right? If that's what you want to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to let the people decide on what's up with this. I mean, they. But that that's the thing. Like, I remember I was talking to somebody actually yeah. last week that I was with, and. They they're older, like a family friend. They're older, and they stay just joking on my not even joking on my fits, but they every time I have something on, they'll make a comment on my fit. And this person's like like forty or fifty or something like that. So like you know they're they're a little far removed from the culture. Just to to paint a picture, and yeah, they always sing something about what I got on, and I'm just like. Bro, maybe, maybe it's not that they're far removed from culture, but that you're far removed from style. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe that's no, what it is, bro, bro. For real, like I'm serious. Every time I, they got something to say, like Every anytime time. I got a fit, like I already know they're gonna say something. Like Every if I wear time. them one slides, I like look like the Yeezy slides. Okay. Yeah, and they don't like okay. Kanye either. They think his style's whack, and I'm like, well, like maybe they maybe, are just removed. You, they're a little far removed. I think right? that's what it is. Yeah, bro. and so um, yeah, I remember they stay making comments about like, yeah, sometimes I'll look, I'll look on YouTube because I watch the podcast and I'll be like, man, no, they could dress a little better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah, they can only see us from like that's the waist what I'm up. Saying. Yeah, this fit don't match right now, even from the waist up. But it's just like, like I said, man, it's just. At this point, I'm just trying to be open and transparent with y'all. Oh, so that's what it is. And I feel like this is this is the brand, though. It's kind of like, you know, the, the just, chill, yeah, laid it's back. Not, it's just low-key. Like, yeah. Just talking? Like, I, nothing crazy. Yeah. But that? Okay, bro. That's in... Come on, you go ahead. You have to say that Just stand up. Just stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up so they can see what you got on. Bro, it's not... The t- y'all can't tell me the gray on gray is not nuts. And if, you, if y'all could see... <laughs> If y'all, could, <laughs> if y'all could see the slides the he got on, slides. those are our dad's slides. I ain't know where oh those are yours. Oh my gosh, I bought them at Ross, bro. They was fifty percent off. <laughs> they look like a size thirteen. They a little big. You wear it. Bro, they're a couple, bro. But it was like the price was so good, I couldn't pass on it. It's a couple sizes too big. I got you. Plus, I ain't worn this hat in a while. I feel different with it on. I got you. I got you. This is this is Disney hat. Stars. Yeah, y'all let us y'all let us know how y'all feel about the fit though. Actually. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. He walked Rated in, in the comments. To change his shirt. But anyways, man, you ready? Let's get it. All right, we're going to get straight into it. Uh, it's your boy D. Starks, Starks Artist. You are now tuned in to the Justin from Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and man, culture. culture man. We're here. It's another week, another EP, mm-hmm. another conversation coming at you. What's episode? It's got to be 5-3. Yeah, yeah. 5-3. Coming off the year mark last week. Yeah. How you feeling? You good? I'm feeling great. Like I said, I just feel like this is symbolic. This fits symbolic because it's, it's been after the year. So I'm just letting y'all know that I'm really getting comfortable with y'all. So I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Actually. Oh, so you just open it up to the people. Yeah, how you on. feeling? I'm great, man. I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> nah, um, but it, we had a long intro last week, so we're going to get straight into it now. Let's go. So look, y'all, whenever we put anything on Instagram... Or at least like a pull up on Instagram, like we're like, yo, ask us a question. Yeah. One of the biggest questions that we always get is always surrounded around like how to stay true to self. So it'll always be, I guess, surrounded surrounded by maybe there are uh, freshmen going into college, yeah. freshmen going into high school or come, going into some type of environment where they know what they're about to step into goes against what they believe. Yeah. And 
it's usually surrounded by, yo, can I get advice on how to stay like solidified and steadfast in my faith and my belief in God and my morals mm -hmm. and what I stand on um, in environments that essentially go against everything that I believe. Right. And so I was like, it's it's low key long overdue for us to do an episode and have a conversation about we need it. To. I, I, I feel see like that question a lot. No, of course. And I feel like we've, uh, I mean, I guess we've talked about it just here and there, you know, like brief snippets just in like uh, the flow of conversation, but actually have an episode on it, what that looks like. Um, to overcome that and get through right. that we haven't done so i'm excited for this episode and it's, this is also a universal thing so this won't be like this won't necessarily be just surrounded by if you're going into college or yeah, going into high no. school this is just going to be really about yo how do you stay true to like your principles who yeah. you know you are and who you want yourself to be mm -hmm. when you got everything around you pushing you away from that yep. right temptations here desires there like offers here what does that look like and you know how do how do you do that consistently so mm -hmm. you can just just stand firm and for me and i guess we'll just start here one of the things that i had an issue with one of my biggest issues is especially going into college i guess maybe not out of a sense of pride or arrogance per se but i just had underestimated the temptation that i would face mm. going into like the environment i was about to step into yeah. right because of course everyone was telling me oh yeah like you know make sure you keep your head on straight right you know you stay true and i'm like what y'all talking oh, about I'm like I'm it's good. cool yeah like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna be cool like and it, it was in my mind it was like this isn't something i haven't seen before mm. So, yeah, I guess I was a bit too conceited with where I was at in that moment because, like, in high school, I was like, well, I never went out. I never drank, yeah. never smoked. Mm. And up until that point, like, I hadn't had sex or anything. So it was just like, I mean, I've done this for the past four years you already. So you just, like, I mean, what is this? How, like, how bad can it get? Like, how up, worse like, can it uh, get? Of course. Cool. Like, yeah, like, I've, I've seen this. Right. And, you know, although the spirit is willing, we also have to know that the flesh is so weak. Mm, like, my, our big, big sis Lex says, she's like, this flesh is raggedy. Bro, for real. It's so raggedy. Like, and so even though, like, you have the heart of good intention, we always have to be very aware of a flesh that wants us to indulge desires that are going to take us off course from where we need to be. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wasn't even really thinking about at that time and so there's a verse that i'm sure we have all heard before yeah. and it's in first peter 5 8 and it says control yourselves be on guard or stay on guard your enemy the devil is like a roaring lion he prowls around looking for someone to chew up and swallow and or devour mm. so yeah of course just like this verse said and it means so much more to me now after going through that season and i'm so much more intentional about it but staying on guard at all times Right. Because you have to deal with crucifying your flesh and your yeah. own desires and temptations and also the temptations that are coming from everything around you and the right. enemy that's trying to what devour you. And if you're familiar with or at least if uh, if you are, or if you're not uh, a lion, always stalks their prey right. before they attack. If they're whether whether they're alone, if they're in a pact of people. Uh, of other of other lions they're always going to stalk their prey for a significant amount of time before they attack and so even whenever you think that like you're good everything's fine mm -hmm. and okay i haven't fell into temptation here or i haven't right. said yes to that i haven't gone out there like there's always going to be that moment where it strikes like when you're not even necessarily at your most vulnerable moment mm -hmm. but when you're not like at your like most like when you're not most aware that's when you're not is. on guard, Awareness, right? Yep. Yeah, like self-aware of like where you're at and things mm -hmm. like that. It doesn't have to be like necessarily a moment of vulnerability. Just when you're not paying attention, yep. when you're not giving that intentionality to your faith and to what you stand on and what you believe is when like those things are going to happen. And so, yeah, that's the first thing I wanted to mention because that definitely like caught me off guard. So, yeah. for example, and we're going to be like mad transparent this episode oh, yeah, so no, per, per usual, but 
the first week of college. <laughs> Talk to me, bro. So the first week of college, I get there, right? Mm. Like I said, I never really, I, I actually, I don't think I ever went to a party before this or did anything like that mm. before I went to college. And so first week, of course, uh, we're going into the first weekend. So we have the first week of classes, things like that, you know, uh, getting acclimated to new environment, meeting new people. So all about to let loose this weekend. Of course, basically. essentially. We, like, <laughs> of course. What do you mean? Like, if, like it's the first weekend, everybody's about to turn up, it's going to be live. Like, right, what, right, what, right. like, what do you mean? And so... I uh, I was with like uh, my roommate and a few other guys, and this is no knock to them. I love them; they're great people. Um, and so none of them had really like we were all I guess in the same position in terms of, like experience. We never like really went out yeah, or yeah. like drank like that. Yeah. And they had offered like I think it was like coming up on the weekend. I think it was either Friday or Thursday or Friday. And they were like, "Yo, like you want to like hang out, hang out with us this weekend? Like we're going to be drinking or whatever. We're going to do like the, they said they were going to do the five fingers of death." Oh, now, dang. I, I, of course, I had no idea what that meant. That's y'all. what I'm saying. But I'm just like, well, it's my first week in a college, right? Like, why not? I thought it was super innocent. I'm like, this one moment of me going out and saying yes here isn't going to lead to anything else in the future, yeah, right? Like, right. I can stop myself. Like, yeah. I'm not going to get stuck into this. Let me just like enjoy my life or right. let loose, right? And entertain my flesh. So. I uh, I went out with them, and so afterwards I felt so bad. Yeah. Of course, you y'all, y'all know the feeling, right? When y'all you fall know. into some type of temptation, yeah. whatever sin it is, you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, dang, God, bro, <laughs> it's me again, it's me again. Bro, I'm sorry. So I felt so bad, and it was just like it was not only, of course, like falling itself, but the fact that, dang, this is something I said I'd I'd never do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. This is th- these are things I, I I told myself coming into it that I, I wouldn't fall into. I w- exactly. I wouldn't let myself like you know stray away from. And so I, I was like even like in that like questioning even my character mm-hmm. and and how solidified I was yeah. in that and like just like questioning all these things. No, yeah. So I mentioned all that and I bring it up and use that example because that was something or a moment and then a few like other moments after that where I saw something that I knew was bad for me is so innocent, mm. right? As so like minuscule, like, okay, this one time isn't going to hurt, right? right? Crossing this line, crossing this boundary, going against what I know, something I shouldn't be doing or what's not best for me is, oh, it'll be okay. Like, it's mm. not, it's not going to hurt yeah. too much. And like, again, like I said, I, I lost focus and I wasn't on guard and that allowed me like just to be open to like mm. anything and everything and not yeah. give me the power to say no to what I know I don't want to do. And things that are compromising my character. And so, yeah, that's one of the biggest lessons that I've had to learn and for other people is to like, and we're going to more later as we talk, but like just being intentional about like being on guard, like at all times, like not allowing yourself to entertain your flesh, crucifying your desires and just, you know. Being being very vigilant of like where you're at in situations and like you know what your triggers are or whatever. Yeah, be on guard. I think for me, a part of that being on guard was just making sure I was in a place where I was just constantly being encouraged and reminded of like who I was and like the, the path that I had chose. Mm. Um, I was reading the other day in Second Peter, and there's a scripture that stood out to me. It was Second Peter one one twelve. It says. So I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth that you now have. And uh, this was Peter talking to a church that was like concerning like the works of Jesus and like the prophecy of scripture. And he says he will always remind them of the things, even though they were already firmly established in them and they were already locked in. He told them, like, I'm still going to remind you. And I feel like you, you only remind somebody of something if you know there's a possibility that it's forgotten if you don't. So, I mean, that alone was kind of like very powerful to me in the sense that even when you are locked in, 
You know what I mean? Even when you do feel good, like you right. still have to be on guard. Mm-hmm. Like you tell me, like I'm still gonna remind you. You know what I mean? And on top of that, I was thinking about like other figures in the Bible that were like known for like staying true. You know what I mean? Because I was just trying to think of some some things to say or whatever. And I was thinking about Paul. I'm like, okay. Paul was like, he was really locked in. Like, he was known for saying true. Like, every town he went to, every synagogue that he talked in, there were people who believed and those who didn't. And there were people who were open-minded and those who refused to pee. But, like, he didn't, in his response, he didn't get upset. He didn't take it to heart. He simply just went to the next town. So, like, regardless of what people had to say or if they liked what he said or they didn't, like, he was he was locked in. Like, he stood, he stood true. So I was like, okay, what was the... What was the determining factor of that? Like, why was Paul so locked in? And then I noticed that in all of his letters that he wrote, at the beginning of each letter, it says something along the lines of Peter, servant of Christ, or like Peter, not a servant of man, but a servant of Christ. And it was like him introducing himself in these letters. But something that I noticed and that was revealed to me is the fact that that wasn't just him introducing himself, but it was him constantly reminding himself of who he was. Even if it was just like subconscious, like, and understand that Paul used to be Saul. So he's constantly being reminded of his past. Like every courtroom he stepped into being reminded of who he used to be and what he used to do. He could have easily went to a spiral of like a identity crisis, Mm. but he didn't. Right. Because he was locked in. And in each one of these letters, he was constantly being reminded, I am Paul, a servant of Christ. So for him, it was like a constant reminder and a constant encouragement. And I thought that was so powerful. And I think that's one of the reasons why he was really so locked in. You know what I mean? So you have to ask yourself, okay, what am I putting in front of myself that's constantly reminding me? Reminding me of what God has said. Reminding me of his promises. Reminding me of who I am. And for Paul, it wasn't even a what. It was who. It was who he was in communication with that was reminding him because remember it was in these letters that he was writing to people that he was constantly like being encouraged right so it's like it's not even just what but like who are you surrounding yourself with that's going to be constantly encouraging you and reminding you because like Darren was talking about like it's not even just when you're in a down bad or like something bad happens in your life or some tragic events like even when you're when you feel like then mm. and even when you feel up and you and you wake up on the right side of the bed you still have to what be on guard so what are you constantly being intentional about you know um allowing yourself to be exposed to and like you know put in front of your face yeah that's good just staying staying encouraged yeah. well reminding yourself consistently so that that's a part of like always always staying on guard and making sure that or how you do that practically and then another thing i wanted to say in terms of like staying true to self and what that looks like is that you have to be real with where you're at not where you want yourself to be mm. uh, and that goes along with uh being self-aware you have to be be real with where you're at, not where you want yourself to be. Yeah. So sometimes you can get in modes like when you're prob- when you're not your best self, when you may be in moments where you may be compromising your character and or going like doing things that you know you shouldn't be or mm-hmm. goes against what you believe. So, yeah. And essentially with that is the fact that like the key to obviously staying true to self is knowing where self is mm. you have to know where you're at and sometimes yeah. we can idealize our character right we can idealize the person that we want to be versus the person that we truly are yeah right sometimes it's like okay this is what i this is what i know i believe mm. or want to believe but like what am i really building my life upon mm. like what is the fruit look like in my life with where i'm at and where I'm going. And so, you know, whenever you're getting a moment when you're stepping into, whether that be college or that high school or you're going yeah. into an industry or a field, um, 
again, a con- a constantly staying on guard, encourage yourself as well as like self-reflection, look in the mirror every day and asking yourself like, yo, where am I at? Checking it, checking in, checking in with yourself. In the second Corinthians 13, five, it says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith, test yourself. And so I thought that was very profound and played into, you know, exactly the, the point that I, I wanted to make. It's just being self-aware is important. That can come through, of course, having people who are reminding you right. of who you are, not only who you are, but where you're at. Mm-hmm. And then, two, what we've, what we've mentioned previously before in other episodes is just, like, obviously asking God and the Holy Spirit to reveal that to you as well, right? Um, yeah, that's why I think, yeah, that's a good point because— because you kind of talked on the talked on this earlier, but once you, if you're not being honest with yourself and where you are, you can get and make the mistake of like overestimating your like tolerance to something, mm-hmm. or overestimating how mm-hmm. like quickly you'd be you'd give in to something. That's good. So that's why you got to be real with like, yo, I, I I might think I'm up here, but let's be honest, like I'm right here. I can't go around that friend group because I'm not going to change them. They're going to change me. I can't go out there. So it's like, yeah, for sure, you got. That's be good. Yeah, because that that that's exactly what will happen. When people will be like will really think that they're suited or ready for settings or environments that they have no business being in. Right. Right. Because be like, oh, well, I, I can be around that. Oh, that one drink? No, nah, I'll be cool. I'll be good. Are y'all doing that there? I'll be fine. Are y'all out with them? I, I, sh- I should be good. But it's just about like, I like that. I like that what you were mentioning. It's just like being completely honest and real with yourself, examining where you're at uh, to determine where you need to be and where you need to go. Exactly. In different settings, different environments, and dealing with people. And so that's one of the biggest things that I had to do because um, I'm a reference to a lot, a lot about like my time in college personally because that's one of like the biggest environments that I was in that was really like pulling me in all mm-hmm. different directions. Yeah. But of course, like apply this to your situation, um, however you see fit. Yeah, and because, like, for me personally, really, you know, all through high, high school, I, I really didn't do anything. Like, I wasn't going out. Like, I just stayed in my room, yeah. minded mine, like, basically, like, the poster child. And so, like, right. going into college, like, I think I was, ooh, I think I was more committed to, like, my perception than my actual, like, integrity in my character. Ooh, that's tough. And that's, I didn't even put that down. And that's another thing. I was more worried. And that's what but like really took me off the deep end and I got further and further like away from God is the fact that I wasn't really worried about my heart. I was just worried about how people were seeing me. Mm. So it's like, okay, at some point it's like, that's why you got to be rich yourself. At some point it was like, I was feeling guilt, but not because it was conviction. It's because dang, they see me like that now, man. I'm that type of guy. I'm that type of person. I'm that Christian. Mm. And I was more like embarrassed than I was like um, righteously frustrated with where I was at yeah. with my relationship with God and where my character was sit mm. was at in that moment, mm. and so that's a process that I went through. And so you know, like going around campus and just being in that setting, I was like, oh well, no, like this is who I am. This is what I built my life upon is like love and mm. you know, exemplifying and. Uh, is love and being a disciple and being of character that is Christ-like, but that's not what the fruit was. Right. That's not what I was really like. That's what I wanted to believe about myself. You know. That's what I thought. Right. But really looking in the mirror, that's not the person I was actually portraying and being. And so it wasn't really until I had like I had to take a step back, really look in the mirror to see myself for where I was, where I could actually take those steps to getting back mm-hmm. to the care, like that person I wanted to be. And so, yeah. Being just be real, 
that, that that's one of the things that I, I definitely had down that were, that was good no that's a bar i think one one more thing kind of for me and kind of just staying true is really and this is honestly a universal thing for believers it's kind of just like a like finding the balance or that tug of war between like your social and your personal life and it, and it's like a, a question of how do I remain like close enough in proximity with people to be able to like be that light and impact them, but like not too close to the point where I'm like allowing myself to be changed by them, mm-hmm. you know. And that also goes back into That's the good. that also goes back to the staying encouraged thing. But ultimately, in proverb in proverbs, it talks about how like bad company corrupts good character. So it's like no matter how locked in you really are, if you spend a certain amount of time around a certain amount of people, like it's going to change you in some sort of way. So it's kind of like finding that balance between, okay, how, how social do I be? How like to myself do I get? And I think, and I think with, with finding that balance, like it's, you might make a mistake. I think it's just one of those things. Uh, Cause that, it was the same for me when I was trying to find that balance and what we were talking about was like I overestimated my overestimated myself and underestimated the things I was walking into, and I'm trying to figure out this balance. And then it's like, oh dang, like I can't really be as close as I thought I could. You know what I mean? But um, it's like kind of like trying to meet people where they're at without right coming into their world without like you know changing the temperature of your expectation and your faith. And right, exactly. At. Right. And then I remember we were at a Bible study. It was a couple of weeks back, and the pastor had said something that was really good because we always bring up how like jesus hung around sinners right in the bible and everything Mm. and what he said he said jesus didn't hang around sinners sinners hung around him and it was like they gravitated towards him and they wanted to be more like him Mm. so maybe a part of finding that balance is not even really pressing the issue all too hard at all you know what i mean really i think that's what it is like letting people come to you in a way um People are attracted to light. People are attracted to light. You know what I mean? So not really pressing it too hard to the point where you'd even be in a situation where you would, you know, make a mistake or you would, you know what I mean, fall. But like I said, it could it could happen. But I'm just saying, like, don't get too caught up in that to the point where you're pressing it so hard. And like I said, let people come to you. Yeah. It can be sometimes, you know, the people just trying to like... <laughs> And no, not like, cause it's not like inherently where like you, I guess not even the cool Christian, but like going to meet people where they're at, like literally in that setting, like yeah. whether it's like, okay, I'm gonna go out with them here. Right. Just to be like, you know, just to form relationships or, or build that bond or whatever, but still finding yourself in environments that like one you're not ready for, or things that can tempt you mm-hmm. in ways that like, of course are corrupting your right. character and where you're at. Right. And so it's one of those things with like, you know, Jesus sat with sinners but he didn't sin with them. Mm-hmm. Like how far does that really go? Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like you know, <laughs> it's like <laughs> what do you think Jesus would be in a strip club like <laughs> throwing the ones, you know what right, I mean? Like right. cuz you know, some people like use that as um their scapegoat For or sure. an excuse of like, "Oh well, I was here, I was with them because oh well, this is what Jesus would have done. He would have sat with them too." Mm-hmm. And then like try to gas like you like bro like are you judging them like <laughs> right. you know what I mean like real talk like people be weird like you know what I mean and like but like you know there is a fine line of fine yeah. balance of like where you know what environments and settings you know you should be in and your own triggers and where you're at yeah and all that, maybe right? Jesus just met him at the lunch table you right know what I'm <laughs> maybe they maybe was out for coffee yeah gang. maybe he wasn't in the club you know what I mean? <laughs> um. But no, that, that that's a good one because that that's always something that I, I I struggle with because I'm a I, I'm not not a people pleaser. I just like uh, I definitely do like to meet people where they're at. Yeah. I'm very I'm a very social person. I like to like understand people for like um, 
why they do what they do and where they're at with different things. And so I kind of struggle with that even like going into college of like, okay, I really do enjoy spending time with these people, but sometimes they're in like settings and environments yeah. at the frat, at the parties that mm. I'm not necessarily into, but I still want to make like spend quality time with them exactly. and try to be that witness. And so I just had to like find that balance of like, you know, just being that light. And then sometimes it just came into like, yo, letting them come into my space. Mm. Right. Cause I think sometimes, um, we we always like go to them, yeah. You know what I mean. Which is yeah. important, right? We need to go For out, sure. right? But like sometimes you need to like set your the temperature of your own environment mm -hmm. and let people come into that. Yeah. And so that's even something I'm learning now, um, which is still a process for me. But that's something I had to go through. So I thought that was. Um, that's really good. Yeah, no, maybe because I, I initially said the balance between social and personal life. That's not even really the balance. Maybe the balance is really just like because we're talking about meeting them where they're at. Maybe the balance is figuring out where at is, like where mm, exactly that's, is that's, that's meeting it. them. That's yeah. what the balance is. Really. Yeah. So I want to reword that. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. I like that. Oh, yeah. And also, like I would like I mentioned, I would find myself in settings and environments because I wanted to spend time with those people. And yeah. I was out of the fact that, okay, I wanted to understand this from quality time within those relationships. But also what we talk, what we talk about yeah. is it was like, it was because I was lonely. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, and That's a big one. You know, one of my favorite things to say is like, when you're desperate, you're not picky. Mm. And so I think, especially one of the things I had down when it comes to staying true to yourself, one of the biggest keys is the fact that at some point, you're going to have to be comfortable with spending some time alone. Yep. I don't know how long that season is going to look for you, mm. but you're going to have to be comfortable with being alone. You and sometimes, to. you know, staying, it was like, dang, week out, weekend after weekend, like I'm just in my dorm room, mm -hmm. not doing anything. It's just like, of course you want that companionship. You want to be social. You want to be around people. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You don't want to just be doing work all the time you want to be able yeah. to enjoy your life yeah. and so sometimes that can lead you to well, well there's really no other option mm. or at least you thinking that in your head yeah, right yeah. like you you then like making up all these excuses mm. of to do what you know you to go out when you know you shouldn't be or whatever mm. and so that's another thing like you have to be comfortable with like saying no mm. being able to say no even if it may leave you by yourself that's fire and that's, that's and that's going to be the hardest part of this entire process yeah. is that feeling of loneliness and being alone um especially when you don't feel like there's like strong community i know that's a whole nother episode like people always talk about that a lot like it was very difficult to like find friends or right. like um people of faith like you know not just christians people who are actually walking it out right like mm -hmm. not like the cute little fca group on a college <laughs> campus i'm talking about people who are right. like daily um and like you know in their character showing that they're like christ that they desire to have his heart and things of that nature and so that's one of that's one of the biggest things too because like loneliness will definitely drive you to like a lot of like a lot of places that you never thought that you'd be in and that's something i had to learn while i was in college because i didn't handle that season well i didn't know how to navigate it i didn't know what that looked like and so like it turned to me just completely like you know isolating isolating myself yeah. from everybody right so a part of that of course in terms of staying true to yourself is having that community of people that are reminding you but sometimes you get in those modes like in that setting in this moment i'm so lonely that i'm just going to disconnect from everyone mm -hmm. so that's also very important is like being comfortable with being alone and learning how to, in those moments not to just completely isolate yourself because that's what that, i did that alone that alone piece got it bro I really does, because I think for sure that's just something, an important season that I feel like a lot of people need to go through. And I've definitely been in situations where 
I've tried to bypass that season and let, let me know if you can relate. I, I try to bypass. I try to bypass that season. I try to. I try to hit. I try to hit God with that. Well, you said it wasn't good that Adam was alone. You know, what I'm <laughs> and like I've definitely gotten into situationships. I've gotten into connections because I was alone. You know what I mean? Like you said, mm-hmm. when you're desperate, not picky. But I think you have to understand, like when he said Adam was a, wasn't alone, he gave him Eve, which was someone that was what also suitable for him. So you can't try to. That's something I had to learn. You can't try to bypass that alone season by, oh, it's not good that Adam is alone. Well, it's like if you don't have anyone that's suitable, like why are you trying right. to – you're trying to get into situations that you're not even suitable with that person. Like that's just going to make it worse. You got that, – that's the solution to the alone is getting someone suitable. So maybe <laughs> – you know what I mean? You know so, that one trend is like uh, a phase in life I recommend, I recommend skip uh, – <laughs> I can't even talk. I think, you know, <laughs> a phase in life I recommend skipping. Yeah, bro. And it's that phase. That is the phase, bro. I <laughs> promise you. That's the phase. It really is, bro. Don't you, do it You got to learn how to be alone because it's an important season. 100%. And obviously, like I said, doing that without isolating yourself. Yeah. Right? That goes into – making sure that you're finding community, which is kind of outside the scope of this conversation a bit because that's a lot of questions like, how do I find that? What does that look like? But just staying connected with people that are going to keep you grounded, no matter if that's just one person. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's one person, if it's just your immediate family. Staying connected to them. Because you need people who, like, remind you of who you truly are. Yes, like always. you mentioned earlier, yeah, like who, the truest version of who you are, mm-hmm. and then slapping you in the face whenever obviously you're not look, <laughs> you don't look like that, right? When you're not stepping That's into that. And uh, another lesson that God had taught me through like a personal experience I went through is the fact that when you do find yourself in situations where you have conformed and maybe kind of switched up, there's always an opportunity to bounce back to like who you really are, and you don't have to sit in that. So. I'm going to tell a little story time for y'all because this is the... <laughs> and we said we transparent yeah, the EP, transparent, gang. transparent EP, so I'm going to tell y'all exactly what happened, right? So a lot of my friends that I went to high school with, they go to IU, which is Indiana University, for those of y'all who don't know. It's like two hours from here. So one, one uh, I get a call one day. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yo, you trying to yo, come to Bloom for the weekend? I'm like, cool, because I went to the, Bloom. You know what I'm saying? I, I had been there like a couple months prior. That's actually where I got my first tattoo. It was a fun time. I didn't do anything. I shouldn't. I was like, cool, okay. It'll be a fun time like right. it was last time. So I slide, right? Fast forward through that whole day <laughs> I was there, right? Because it's the night. It's the night where nothing good happens, right? So it's nighttime. We're in the dorm. They're drinking or whatever. Was this a Saturday? It's a Saturday. Okay, yeah, yeah it's yeah. one of those for sure. It's <laughs> a Saturday. So, so they're drinking or whatever, just like last time. And I didn't drink or anything. And they know they don't force that on me or anything because like they're my friends. They know how I'm living. They don't really mm-hmm. force that on me. But I'm I'm not. I'm gonna be so honest with y'all. I had a rough week, bro. Oh. <laughs> and that's not an excuse, but I'm gonna just be honest. Like I folded under pressure, bro. So I had a rough week. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, cook me something up, bro. I just so, need bro, suddenly something to take the edge off. <laughs> I fold. I folded because I had a rough week, bro. So and I, and I lost and I lost track of like who I was and you know what I mean, what I was doing. So I was like, cool. Let me just try this out. I never. Oh yeah, y'all need to know this. I never drunk before before this for real. So my friend, he like put some stuff in a bottle. We've been friends for a while, so I wasn't just taking random drinks from random people. Like he would never, you know, what I'm saying putting nothing in the bottle. Jordan got that mystery drink. So, <laughs> so he gave it to me. I'm drinking it. I'm like, oh cool, whatever. I really don't even know what's in it, bro. So I'm thinking I'm chilling. After I drink this, I'm thinking I'm chilling because like, we've been sitting down the whole time. We're freestyling, like we're just talking or whatever. And then we get a call, like, oh, there's a move. Okay, cool. When I get up out my seat, y'all, room was wobbling. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> 
I didn't really know. Bro, it's not sober minded. <laughs> it's not sober minded. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I never drunk before, so like I drunk too much, and I'm like, and I'm like wobbling. I'm like, dang, bro. Immediately, I regret this. I'm like, bro, I didn't think I was really. It was this bad. Bro. Right. So I stood up and started walking, and then the hallways are doing circles. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, so I'm like, bro, I'm regretting it immediately, bro. And I'm just sitting in that shame. I'm kind of upset with myself. Uh, we drive to the spot. It doesn't work out. We end up driving back to the dorms. And okay, so this is what happened. And this is crazy, right? So by this time, I think it had been like an hour and a half or something that kind of passed. And like by this time, like I'm still. Not, like, really where I need to be, but um, I'm, like, kind of chilled out a little bit. I'm sobered up a little bit. And I'm just sitting in the bed. Like, we're about to go to bed at this point. I'm literally, we're laying in the bed. And I don't know how it happened, but one of my homies is sitting on the floor, and he just talks. He starts talking about life and, like, and um, like some of the stuff he's going through or whatever and, like, how, like, this life has been really rough. And I don't know why, but I just felt like that was an opportunity. Um I felt like it was an opportunity to like just give him some, some advice and just like really talk about God. So like we literally, he started talking about that. We have like a whole like hour thirty conversation just talking about life, and they're asking me questions about like my relationship with God. Da 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 da. And that was like the end of the night. But like the moral of that story, something that God had taught me through that was like, although I did conform and I and I did make that mistake. I think a lot of people in that same situation would have kind of been like, man, I already made the mistake. Let me go ahead and sit in this. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes we can get that mindset like, man, I already slipped up. Like, I might as well just like go all the way or like, you know, there isn't room for me to bounce back. But I saw the opportunity and that's something like God had highlighted to me. It's like even when you do conform and you do make those mistakes, there's always like an opportunity for you to run back to who you really are. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I'm not not I'm not saying that to try to like um, brush pot, brush by the mistake that I made or whatever, like poking fun at the situation because like it wasn't fun. Looking back on it, it was funny, but it wasn't fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's it's funny now because, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny now because like we're far removed from these situations exactly. and where exactly. we're at. So, like we're not condoning, we're not condoning this or, or laughing. I want to make sure. Like exactly. that. And what Jordan's not saying is go get drunk and start talking about God. I'm He's not. Like, <laughs> you almost didn't say that. No, I was gonna add that. After yeah, that. yeah, I was yeah. So my that's, that, that's that's what he's not saying either. But the the analogy is that like even when you have a moment right because like have a moment when you when you're not yourself exactly right when you're not the like you know staying true to what you know you believe like there's always an opportunity to bounce back and i like that you mentioned that because i was going to say that that was one of my points yeah. is the fact that the biggest thing that i've that i've had to just take from all of this that i've learned is you need to learn lessons and move on mm. You can't stay stuck in shame and condemnation and what crying over spilled mi milk of like, oh, what if yeah. this didn't happen or I didn't take that or I said yes to this or I said no to them. You can't allow yourself to be like just so consumed with, again, like we always talk about the past, that there is no like room for the future mm -hmm. and what God wants to get like get to you or reveal to you in a certain season, right? You're going to have, you have to be able to give yourself grace, not excuse, not excuse, not excuses, not just pats on the back of like, Oh, well I'll do better next time. Right. Right. But like true conviction, repentance of turning away, disciplining yourself, but also just not allowing yourself to stay there. You have to learn lessons. You have to learn these lessons uh, from when you may make that state, make mistake and or fall and move on because it will keep you like that shame. It I'm telling you, like, that. that's why college was one of, like, the most, like, I guess, trend, like, I don't know, it's crazy, like, the most depressing and roughest parts of my life and also the most transformative because mm. it was a fact that I had made all these mistakes 
and it was funny like okay so i i, I make these mistakes yeah so because well, we all know the cycle right so you sin and then automatically or at times you may get into like shame and condemnation right and you get away from the throne of god it keeps you away from god because yeah. you're so ashamed you're like no i could never be forgiven mm-hmm. i mean i've done this too many times there's no room for repentance and so you, re- you reject god's love when god's love is the only thing that can bring you back to where you need to be mm. there's a continuous cycle so like you then get further away from god and they get further into sin because you don't go to the one that can help you fight it. Mm, that's a bar. And so that's why that process was so long for me because I got, like I said, I found myself in like deeper situations that I shouldn't have been in but could have been resolved if I just had learned the lesson mm. and moved on. Mm. Right? It's like uh, my, my pastor called it one time a righteous like depression. Yeah. Um, so to, like get get out of your own head like you know what i mean like god's already forgiving you like yeah. it's time now to forgive yourself and sometimes like again just sometimes it's just we just feel like it's so it's too good to be true and it is <laughs> but it, <laughs> it really but, is. but it's true it and so is. we just need to hang on to that truth of his grace and his love and his forgiveness go like you know not abuse it take it for granted but latch on to that so we can move on and get the power to get through whatever we had like fallen into you know yeah and even deeper than that i think when you something else i learned from that story is like when you get caught in that shame and that guilt and don't run back to god in those moments i think you can even miss out on certain opportunities to like be a light you know what i mean because that's so that's what i'm saying because uh i forgot to mention something i found out like the it was like two days after this had happened i had this talk with this guy my my other friend that was like pretty close to them was telling me like how he had really been going through it. Like I'm not gonna air out his business, you know what I mean, or say anything, but like he had really been going through it. And I like genuinely think he needed that talk and that conversation I had with him. But like imagine if in that moment I was just like I decided to like really just beat myself up over it and like get like like you're talking about just staying stuck in that guilt and that shame. I felt like I would have missed out on having that conversation. I honestly feel like it was really important. So that's another thing you can miss out on and why you have to run back to God in those moments because there's other people that are counting on that. So hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you you'll definitely miss those opportunities. For sure. Like, okay, you have, but you have to you have to resolve within yourself that he still loves you that's and he is. still wants to use you. Mm, that's the one. Mm. He's forgiving you and still wants to show himself through you right i think we can get to the point of like forgiveness and grace for my sin but then we have this really deep feeling of inadequacy Mm. self-doubt and like just persecution toward ourselves our own abilities the god the god the gifts god's given us and the opportunities he's presented in front of us because of our past and what we've done he still wants to use you and so that's another thing um about that even that time in my life is the fact that there were so many opportunities I missed because, like, I just felt inadequate. Right. You know, um, not knowing that even through that, there was still something that he wanted to, like, get through me and use. So, that's, that, bar. that's good. Yeah, one of the other points that I had that I want to mention real quick uh, was integrity. And I think we've really touched on it already, but it's, it's the fact that um, everything will always come to the light. Mm-hmm. It will always come to light. It's more important about, like, who you are off camera, right? Right. Behind the lights, outside the social settings and the scenes. It's about, like, your daily habits and your disciplines in which you're feeding yourself, like, day to day. Mm -hmm. That's going to, like, determine who you really are and how you're walking out your life. And I don't think we all, we, like really underestimate that mm-hmm. all the time. And that's one of the biggest parts of staying true to yourself. It's still, 
is still staying true to your values mm-hmm. when no one is looking, right? When because no one knows your heart. Yeah. And I and I mean that because we've of course you know a lot of people have probably heard integrity before, like you know it's who you are when no one's looking and all that. But what I mean is like it, it's it's your intention, it's your heart, right? So like you know what I mean. You may be you may be like out somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And like you may have a thought, right? Of like whether that be like let's just say like lust or something like that that's an easy example yeah no one's gonna know that that's something that's in your mind mm. right um, uh, uh, or a thought that like not necessarily the thought like just passing a thought that you're sitting on mm. right that you're pondering over that you're allowing to like sit no one's gonna know that right so integrity is right staying true to my beliefs mm. regardless of what other people have to say about me like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. one of my biggest issues is the fact that it was more about what they're going to say. This is between me and God. Mm. It has to be, it has to, like, it goes down to, like, which holds more weight. Yeah. It's got to be, yo, I want my character, who I am, the thoughts that I have, the intentions and desires to match his mm. and to be upright and righteous to him, right? And to, for his well done, right? Every right. day. It, like you know what I mean how I'm living my life that his well done is what I'm seeking and I can look at like my life and where I'm at and know that he's like you know and know that I'm reflecting mm-hmm. who he is mm-hmm. and the character of the person I need to be it has to come down to a very personal decision and personal desire for that to be what you want yeah and not have to do with anyone else. Because I know that's a part of it that's not always mentioned when it comes right. to like just staying ten toes and true to yourself. But it's it's that integrity piece that's huge. So it's just all about your own personal devotion and like allegiance to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that that's a priority as well. That's tough. Yeah. And there's a verse associated with that. It's Proverbs 11.3. It says, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. Mm. The integrity of the upright guides them. Integrity is the guide. Yeah. That's what, it's, the, it's the guiding force. It's what, it's what keeps everything moving. It's what keeps you on track. That's what a guide does. <laughs> it keeps you, the integrity keeps you on the narrow path. Right. That, so that... That uh, that stood out to me, and I wanted to mention that too, because that's you know, like I mentioned, not too long ago, that's one of the biggest issues that I have with it. But that's definitely that's definitely the one. No, yeah, but yo, you got anything else? You got no, yeah. So you got? <laughs> I'm tripping. I was too hype. That's That's too nuts. That's crazy. Oh man. No, yeah. So you got you got anything else for the people though? Um, any 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 last remarks? I, like, I, I, wanna, I went through all my points. I think. I think I want to reiterate. It's really something that you said that I thought was really good. So obviously, the, like we were talking about earlier, just staying encouraged. Make sure you're constantly reminding yourself of, you know, who you are and whose you are, but also staying true to yourself because you're you're not. We're not trying to stay true to others' perceptions of us. We're trying to stay true to who we are. So being honest with yourself and where you are, and not trying to chase how other people see you but how you see yourself how god sees yourself who you really are so i thought that was really five points you made that's kind of what i leave the people off with yeah that's i like that that's really good yeah and like yeah i mean I, that's that's the same thing it's like you just got to be real you got to be brutally honest with like where you're at at all times and you know take the take the necessary steps of knowing where like 
and taking the necessary steps of like you know learning like the power of no and creating those boundaries and setting setting those things for your life so you're not finding yourself in situations that are going to lead you down like different paths or different whatever yeah and just integrity like what's it look like when they're not there what's it look like when they're not there what's it look like and so that's the biggest thing it's 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 1v1 1v1 it's 1v1 it's you versus you so yeah man <clears throat> that's all i got though yeah that's all i got too that's all the lessons you know what i'm saying that's it that's all, all right i wisdom. No, look, I'm glad we got to the episode. That was, it was, that was a long time coming. Yeah, for a sure. Long time we needed to talk about that. Yeah, no, so. for it was short. So I hope this helped y'all, blessed y'all. But y'all know what it is. Stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.